Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date, Hedgehog Edition. I don't know what I was going for there. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. Uh, how do you feel about hedgehogs since you, since you brought it up? Uh, my friend Rick uh, owned a hedgehog once. Really? Did he name, yeah. did he name it Sonic? Uh, I think someone had given it to him and it may have already had the name Sonic. It's very unhappy. I mean, it's depressing that it's I don't like think... like, what else Sonic. are you going to name a hedgehog? Wasn't there a bad Sonic the Hedgehog? Uh, Shadow? Yeah, maybe they could have named it Shadow if that existed back then. Or like... Um... Uh, he already lived in Washington. I have no idea. Because we never had a Sega... Yeah. I don't really know the Sonic timeline. I did play a Sonic game at Rick's house when we were kids, but it sucked. It's I not always, a good game. I remember Sega kids being a bunch of little jerks. And fuck those kids. That's Nintendo kid all the way. Yep. Turbo they graphics didn't know, kid. They didn't know the joy... Of catching that feather and getting a cape, yeah. and then you were awesome. Then you were a tanuki, which is not a raccoon. No, that's if you get a leaf. Come on, oh, buddy. Wait, what did you just say? A feather? If you get a feather and you oh, get a cape. Oh, you're talking Super Mario World. I got you. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, probably the greatest game ever made? Yeah, it was really, really very good. So good. You know what I liked about Super Mario World? Those, uh, I, I assume most things, uh, secret exits. Secret exits, trying to like get all of the very... What, did you get stars or whatever if you beat the level all the special ways? Trying to get like 97 stars or whatever the top amount it was. just was. exits. You could just get 96 exits. 96 I think, exits. Was the top. Yeah, that was fucking some sweet business going into those. So you could get to special. You could get to special levels. You get to play tubular and gnarly and all that stuff. Goddamn right. Fuck yeah, man. That shit was... One level, there were just a bunch of coins that said, like, thank you for playing Mario Brothers or whatever. Yeah, it came with so on point. Like, really on... Like, I don't know how many hours that I spent playing Super Mario World in my life, but it is a fucking shit ton. It's such a good game. It's really good. Um, I, I wish the Mario games had better music. They have distinctive music. Yes, that's true. But it's not catchy. I mean, everybody loves the underworld music from the original Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, but that's very hard to imitate. <laughs> well, at the end it is, for sure. Yeah. Hey, Doug, it's a mailbag week. Oh, yeah, that's why we're talking about hedgehogs. I know how this works. Yeah, we are. Uh, there's, uh, gotta, talk, gotta talk animals before you jump into the mailbag. Um, because there might be animals in the bag, and you want to be prepared. Yeah. If there are animals in there, you want... I mean, it's a shame he's no longer with us, but you kind of want the crocodile hunter. Yeah, that's right. I mean, what if there's, like, such as a snake or, uh, like, a really ornery salamander in there or something? For some reason, I know he's the crocodile hunter. I only associate him with lizards and shit. Did he do other things? I mean, I'm sure that he did. Okay. 
I think that's all they have in Australia. Is it's mostly lizards. I think so. I mostly think, a lizard population. I think. I think that's true of the human population as well. They're basically just lizards. I think. Agreed. <clears throat> what is uh, in the mailbag, if not animals? Yeah. Uh, on September third, Ben Town wrote in. It's okay to say his last name. He says it in the his intro, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he does. Uh, VP at Town. Date. SJSU did finish 25th. Yep. Yeah, that's what we said. 20s, right? I think we said we, they, were, they were ranked and in the 20s. So I think I think I specifically may have said 25th. I yeah. think that's why he's confirming it. Yeah, but let's not act like, oh, they only barely snuck in. There's 128 teams when that happened. Now there's right. 130. Like, if you're 25th, that's pretty good. Yeah, the difference between being 25th and 23rd is not significant. Yeah, it means you're good. You're yeah. Not good enough to win the whole thing, but you're good. He also writes in to say... That SJSU just does have intramural hockey, he hears. Ice hockey? Uh-huh. Crazy. I mean, I know we got an ice hockey team in this town, but it's still still bonkers. Yeah, I um, I was going to take it. I was going to take ice hockey yeah. as, uh, as an elective there. But I, had to take, I would have to take ice skating first. No, they don't let you just jump into hockey. And the... The ice skating is pretty expensive. Like I, I don't remember. In adult job terms, it's not expensive, but like. But in community, co- I mean, not community college, in uh, just going into college terms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, man, this is going to be pricey to do this, well, and I'm he, probably not going to be good at it. Was it all just because they they could rent the ice? Yeah, they just used sharks ice. Yeah, and they had to rent that, and they had to pass the cost along. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to- I. I support the decision to make people learn how to ice skate before they play hockey, because that's ice skating, but with hitting. But what if I just played goalie, though? Mm, uh, I think if you didn't know how to skate, you could very easily pull all of your muscles. Oh, yeah, for sure. Sliding around in there, trying to butterfly and shit, but you don't know how to skate or butterfly. What if if I just put cleats on and squatted like a catcher? (laughs) And just really hoped you could move that glove quick enough on your sides? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. I played I played Little League for three seasons. I think you are qualified. I think absolutely you would be qualified to be... Uh, I'm in- good with that catcher's glove. You know what, Don't you, act like it's a different glove. It's you, basically the same glove. You probably would be qualified at, on, in that case to be intramural. You know, I, think it's actually, I think it's actually more like a first baseman's mitt. Yes, I think the shape is more like a first baseman's yeah. mitt. Uh, on September 6th, Ryan wrote in to say, At Brother Day, the hell with anyone who joins late. Ben can rule on tiebreakers. Well, he did. Yep, and that was I think that was my position. That was the final position, the final decision, because no one else said anything until now. Not only did nobody say anything, but since no one else was ever likely to start actively participating in that project, I don't think it makes sense for it to go any other way. Yeah. Although anybody can feel free to jump in if you want to wreck, wreck your whole life. I'm like 80% sure that in order for someone to undertake this stupid, stupid project, yeah. well, first of all, we're already... The next one we watch is going to be week 22. 22. Yeah. And that's daunting, because it means you're 105 episodes behind if you start now. No, wait, and, oh, only 105? Oh, yeah, because 22 times... Yeah, I got you. I'm with you, right? Um, And four of those are double episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't start from the beginning. If you're going to start playing now, you should just, just get just, just to where we are. Just start on 22. Yeah. Maybe listen to listen to one or two episodes so you can figure out the criteria for judging, and then right. just start on week twenty two. If you want to backfill later, that's fine. But um, it's a 
It's a real uphill battle. And by all means, do not commit to doing the whole thing. Maybe just play here and there, because yep. uh, ruin your life. I feel like in order for somebody to decide to undertake that, we'd have to have probably at least 100 listeners. Yeah. And yes. I'm 90% sure that at that point, I would just the website would just shut down. <laughs> like, I'm on a very... I've had the same web host for... I want to say 15 years. Yeah, right. And I pay them, literally, I pay them $10 every month. And are you very surprised that in all of the turnover in, in all sectors in the last 15 years that your web host has See, remained, to exist? remained active? That's correct. <laughs> not 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 only that, but like, either no one's looking or nobody cares about the fact that I upload four 200 megabyte files every month. <laughs> You have told us many times that you are surprised that we are still in operation. So, I'm very surprised. You know what? Good. Let it roll, dude. Just we're house money, right? hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm look, I'm gonna let it ride until they tell me to shut down and then I'm gonna have a real long hard think about whether I wanna keep doing this. <laughs> let me just say this about this project. I have seen <laughs> every episode of every series that's come out so far. Discovery's coming out soon, right? Oh yeah, real yeah. soon actually. We're obviously not including that in this project, but No. Um but I will say the special pain of watching all of them at once like in the same cycle and having having to not like being obligated to knock out five of these fuckers every two weeks. It's pretty torturous, It right? is not an amazing time. I mean, sometimes if I'm like exhausted and kind of giddy and weird, from like work, I can get kind of into it. I can get geeked up and be like, "How bad is this episode going to be? It's going to be really bad." But a lot of the time, it's just kind of a slog. Like, wow, yeah. really, Enterprise? You did that, Ferengis? Okay. So, no, well, it shows we're a little hard on them. <laughs> we are. I mean, the two top, uh, the top scoring series, the two of them are tied. <laughs> are scoring an average of uh, 35.8 out of a possible 80 points. And we've made it clear that it, it is our, to our eternal shame, that we have spent so much time in our whole lives, not even before this project, on something we don't consider to be very good. Yeah, I should put it on a curve. I should curve it and see, like, uh, yeah, from now on, getting, who's getting the good grades. We should make it, we should redo the curve every time we have a new best episode. Like, right now, uh, Balance of Terror should be, like, 100. Because it's the best one yeah. we've done so far, <laughs> and that curve it, interesting. curve it that way, and see how see if it makes any difference to how these things uh, seem. I mean, they're so they're fairly closely coupled. Like the best show has an average of thirty five point eight, the worst show has an average of twenty eight point seven. Yeah, <clears throat> so it's not like there's a huge uh, a huge spread there in the five shows. It's true. Well, they do feel different. I think that has to do with more with the enjoyment of watching them. Like, TOS and TNG pretty reliably deliver on entertainment value, and I don't know if that's just nostalgia or whatever, but, um... I mean, that's what I worry about, and it's definitely the two series that I've watched the most. Yeah. But... And, you know, that's not true of me. I mean, I know I've seen DS9 more than TOS, but I still really enjoy TOS a lot more. So. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't... I don't usually go for nostalgia. Right. Like the... It's not the wild... It's not the campy 60s elements of it that I'm enjoying. Right. I I promise I'm not going to enjoy the episode where all the hippies come on board. 
No, it would be very hard to. Yeah. And I... Spock, Spock jams with them and they call each other Melvins or whatever. God damn it. Yep. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely not going to be good. Um, so, I, I would agree that we are doing our very best to be completely objective, and any yep. unconscious biases are, are, are... They've remained unconscious despite a lot of exploration, so... Yep. And we've tried... Well, it doesn't matter. Yep. I don't know if we how much we need to talk methodology. We have one more mailbag uh, entry this week. It is uh, also from Ryan on the 10th. He says... I'm sorry if you disagree, Matt. So this is directed at you. Good. But I think a lot of people feel like the mid to late 90s were good for music. The mid to late 90s? A lot of people feel that way? So what do you think he means from that? The mid to late 90s... Like Britney Spears? What are we talking about? Could mean 94 to 99. I mean, yes, technically. That's a huge gap. The mid 90s, okay, I think you will get some defenders. The late 90s. I would say 94 to 96, there was some interesting stuff happening. Yeah, but if you're talking like ninety-seven to ninety-nine, like not, nah, nah, though, no, mostly not good. What? Who likes who likes music from then? Also, what are we talking I about? Like the like the Backstreet Boys? What's happening? What are we talking about? I, I don't care if a lot of people think something's good or not. That's <laughs> true. Yes, <laughs> that's actually sort of. <laughs> I bet you could find a lot of people who think that any three-year period was pretty good for music. You just have to keep going back three years from the last group of people in terms of when they were born. Yeah. Like, doesn't everybody think the music from when they were 15 and 16 was the best music? Maybe. Let me think what time. Except you, because we we (laughs) just confirmed that you don't. Yeah, I was like, hold on, let me do the math. No, unfortunately, that is not how I feel about it. Um, Because I think you know what I feel is the best era of music was the late 60s. It was the the late 60s for some (laughs) artists stretching into the early and mid-70s, but mostly the late 60s for you. Yeah. So, um, That was very clear in our track ones. And I I think you're right. Um, uh, That most people, for their teenage years, it it is uh, something they look back on, but... uh, not for me. And you know what? Like you said, it, we're not interested in what everybody thinks. If we were interested in that, there would be no need to have a podcast because you could no, just... That's right. Just, the point of this is for us to tell you what we think. Yeah, just crowdsource this shit, you know what I mean? Just go on the internet, was the was the late 90s good? See what it says. I'm not going to do it. The internet's been really disappointing lately. I'm not going to ask it. Oh. oh, boy. New topic. Okay. All right. I like this. I bought this um, desk bell at Daiso like three years ago. Oh. That's probably the fourth time I've ever rung it. Were the other three also just random for no reason rings? Yeah, basically. Okay. Uh, we, we are out of mailbag ideas. Um, shall we do a sports roundup? Yeah, we can do sports. Did anything happen in sports? Yeah, dude. Well, week one of the NFL happened, which I think for most Americans. Yeah, I'm going to cut you off right there. Did you watch that Sergio Dip no. video I sent you? I told you I can't watch it. I can't watch it because I, I'm having trouble in my older age watching people humiliate themselves. I look when I was when I was in college or whatever, and you wanted to show me the boom the boom goes the dynamite video, I would watch that fifty times in a row. I mean, but, they're saying this is the new boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> yeah, but now it's really a problem. Like I get I get stomach ache, start to sweat. I just think, man, that guy is, is forever is ruined. So I haven't seen it. Can you describe it? Uh, it, they throw him on the sidelines. This is uh, for what, Monday Night Football? This is Monday Night Football. Okay. His speech pattern is slow, and it seems as though he's constantly hunting for the next word. Oh, boy. 
he praises the coach's diverse background, by which I think he means that he played a lot of different positions in football, but he is a black guy. Oh, boy. So it's a little tough for a second. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I'm glad that he's treading on some different, some different ways that he could fuck this up. <laughs> I mean, there was so there was a hot five minutes last night where this was the big thing happening on Twitter. It was just people making fun of this poor douche. Yeah, just a reminder that today is uh, September 12th, just to place this in time. Yeah. Um, but then uh, Ted Cruz liked a porno on Twitter, and so then that was the only thing that anyone cared about. Let's get to that again in a minute because I do. Want Someone to talk discovered about that. that he had faved uh, Twitter uh, porno. Right? I, I do want to get to that. But um, um, but this. So I think I told you the A's before the season started. They hired a new sideline reporter gal, though for the for baseball. It's not really the sideline, whatever they call it. Um, they throw to her. I don't know five times a game, and as far as I can tell, I'm, this is not even a joke. I have never. I've watched a lot of A's this year, way more than they deserve, and I have never seen her go through a segment without fucking up, that's without bad. stumbling over She's her words. A- just a reminder that we are. Oh, it's September, dog. Uh, we're one hundred and hundred and forty something games 40 in. Forty games in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, every, I have to mute it now when it goes to her because I'm going to get really embarrassed watching it because she'll stumble over her words. She'll sp- kind of space out and go blank. She'll forget the name of the person she's talking to or talking about. It, it it's really hard to watch somebody who's so camera shy and ill prepared to do these segments and they just won't fire her and i i know it feels bad to fire somebody because they suck on camera but if the job's to be on camera what are you gonna do yeah and they every they just keep going back i kind of feel like they go to her more these days than they used to when i cannot understand this decision they they have a serviceable stadium reporter not on the network but that they actually use in the stadium Okay. Who doesn't make a ton of terrible mistakes, and I don't know why the network can't just hire her to do the damn job, but... Well, I know... I swear to God, I know you talked a lot about Cache Creek. (laughs) Cache Creek, fucking Mark Mulder, yeah. So, it's not like the A's broadcast team is knocking it out of the park. (laughs) They're really not. They're not... I would... You know, I used to listen... There are no more Bill Kings. No. When I was in Boston, I had to get the the MLB package to watch the A's and I, it allowed me to enjoy a lot of different broadcast teams. And even yeah, man, from what a big waste of money that would have been if you'd only watched the A's <laughs> back then, it was easy to tell that we were a pretty middling broadcast team, but we uh, have definitely not improved. Uh, I would say that it's, it's gotten much worse. They keep cutting down on Ray Fossey, who is not good, but they keep replacing him with people who are worse. That's sad. Like um, I'm gonna play this, and you you just scream when you've had enough. Oh God, okay. Oh, I really don't want to hear it. Beth, coach, it's a pleasure to be with you guys here on the field from up close, just no. watching Coach Vance Joseph from here. No. You watch him now on the screen. This diversity in this background is helping him a lot tonight. Quarterback at Colorado, defensive back in the NFL, and here he is having the time of his life this night making his head coaching debut. I can't. You you made it through the whole clip. I can't. It was hard, though. That was was really bad. That's a really bad job. That's like... 
I did some college radio, and I never heard anybody that bad. That's wild. For sure. Um, that's definitely worse. That's definitely worse than anybody they ever threw to on San Jose State College Radio. Yeah. Now, I didn't see it. Did he at any point whisper to somebody off camera, I'm sorry? <laughs> Not as far as I can tell. The boom goes and the dynamite guy still wins, I think, for mouthing I'm sorry at people off camera. He's kind of in medium close-up. Like Basically, all of his torso is in frame. Mm. So... Um, it's hard to tell even how bad his flop sweat is, <laughs> but that was not a uh, was not a confident and well executed. It was like it was like he was told to improv and he just doesn't have an improv background. I'm just confused. Like, is there no screen test? I mean, this is a big show. Monday Night Football is a big event. You can't just get that job without ever having talked before. I'm yeah, s- I mean, I'm so confused. They threw to him by name. That guy was, yeah, well, yes, I realized they didn't, whoever's down there, do you just yeah. want to, anybody down there have anything to say yeah. about football? That's not, that's not a real sideline reporter holding a microphone up to a member of the crowd. <laughs> that's the guy who was supposed to do that. Yeah, that sounds like a guy at uh, Championship Plaza at the Ace Stadium in front of the food trucks, just being like, I'm a big A's fan, I like the A's, and I'm here to watch the A's, and my favorite player is on Oakland. And they're <laughs> that's like, right. Awesome, they're having a lot of fun down here at Championship Plaza. That was... It was the one where the sideline reporter goes, all right. <laughs> That's right. That was tough, man. Yeah. I didn't um, enjoy that at all. Also in uh, sports news I got from Twitter. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, <laughs> I saw a dialect map this week. Ooh, I love those. I always you know, love them. There's nothing I like better than a dialect map. Yeah. Uh, this was just of the Canadian provinces, and I'm ashamed how long it took me to recognize it. Because without <laughs> America beneath them... You're like, what is this? It's a weird-shaped country. So so it was done by province, then? It wasn't like a heat map, like some of the cool dialect uh, no, it was, ones? It was province by province. Okay. Uh, and the the question that I assume was posed to generate this map is, what do you call the game hmm. that is played with the rules of baseball? Oh, boy. But... Uh, where the bat and ball interaction is replaced by kicking a playground ball. Oh, okay. So uh, what some people down here call kickball, kickball baseball. That's and right. Various other things. You'll be happy to know that in the western half of Canada, hmm. they call it kickball. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, some responses to this map on Twitter reported that when they were growing up, it was also being called Chinese baseball. That seems... For reasons that everybody assumed was racist. That but sounds... no one knew the exact origin of. It is racist in a mysterious way, where you go, I don't know why you would call that Chinese. We get it. The kickball. idea is the Chinese did baseball wrong because they're dumb. Okay. <laughs> like, that's it, right? I guess. Um, however, uh, in the eastern half of Canada, starting in one of the Plains provinces, Alberta maybe. Okay. I forget which one is more, more western, Alberta or Manitoba. Manitoba is more Easter. Okay, maybe it's Manitoba and East then. Uh, the name for this game is Soccer Baseball. And the Twitter post said, uh, for real though, if you call it Soccer Baseball, you're a cop. <laughs> yes, I think that's right. <laughs> soccer Baseball, come on, guys. Did they just never played it there and they were making it up on the fly? No, apparently they did play it. Many people confirmed that that is what the game is known as there. Soccer, baseball. All right. I prefer Chinese baseball, but okay. 
Uh, me too. <laughs> if I have to rank them in order, I actually kind of like kickball baseball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I like that it, it proposes a universe in which there are other variants of kickball being played. Or other variants of baseball. I'm not really sure which one is the modifier, but yes. Well, we know we know that there are other variants of baseball. For instance, baseball. <laughs> Finish baseball? Finish baseball. Yes. <laughs> With its insane that's not, shape. That's not racist. That's a f- great read on Wikipedia. Yes, I think we've done it on this pod. I think. I think so, too. I think you introduced it to me on this pod, because when I saw that you wanted to talk about it, I just assumed you wanted to talk about Finland's national baseball team or something. No, I just really wanted to show you the diagram of the field. Uh, it's wild, and I plan to look at it again later. <laughs> and go, hey, figure this out. Uh, so I think kickball baseball is my favorite, but I would usually just say kickball. Yeah. But if someone said soccer baseball to me, I, I definitely would think something was up. <laughs> Maybe right. that I was being punked. <laughs> hey, you want to play soccer baseball? I don't. Is that two different requests? I'm confused by what you're saying. Oh, am I choosing? Because I choose baseball. Yeah. Like, maybe they really slurred the or, soccer or baseball. Uh, were there any other good ones in there? In the dialect map? It was just those two. Okay, alright. Well, that's not, very, that's not a very helpful map, except to point out the people in eastern Canada are fucking idiots. Yeah, even the Quebecois who responded said they, they also called it soccer baseball. Gah. I wonder if that was in... Um, Canadian Bacon, or some such movie. I wonder if anybody said that. That's a good question. That's all I know about Canada, is the movie Canadian Bacon starring John Candy. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> That's a, roughly what I know about it. I know they produced uh, Phil Hartman, my my shining star. Um, but they also produced Mike Myers, The Devil's Penis. Ooh. Actually, nickname. actually, that sounds way too cool. Let's, let's take that <laughs> one back. I'm going to save that for somebody cool. It does sound a little a little cool for Mike Myers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, it was week one NFL. That's that's really what happened mostly in sports. That's what p- Americans care about. Um, we call that soccer football. And, I, I call it soccer football. <laughs> and uh, we, got a, we got a football, we got a family football pool that we play. And uh, the good news is, unlike last year, I, I'm not starting off uh, almost entirely out of the race. So it's <clears throat> we, we can at least try to try to have a competition. <laughs> well, I haven't looked at the scores yet. Uh, I think I think we're all pretty bunched together within a game or two. So, um, but you know, look, the local teams. Uh, I don't care about them. I'm not a Niners fan or a Raiders fan. I know the Niners suck and the Raiders are supposed to be good. So, you know do with that what you will but there was more college football there was uh not any better for san jose state than the last time we talked no uh, after the first quarter i saw it was seven to nothing again it was at texas so there's obviously a game they have no shot in but you know any hope that somebody might have that that would end up kind of a close game because it was only a one score game at, at the end of the first quarter uh, that 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 is a, a crazy person's hope it ended up fifty six nothing, which is yeah, that's that's exactly as expected. Pretty much right on track. I'm actually surprised they didn't get to sixty three. They must have uh, figured that was enough. You know, I don't think Texas is that good. It's been a while since they were really good. The week before, Maryland ran all over them and beat them. Um, so I don't think they're really. I don't think they're firing on all cylinders. Certainly, I think a, so, a, a Texas team from like two thousand and four or something would have. Uh, 
would have really run up the score, 70 nothing or something. I mean, the story of this season so far is they've lost to the two teams who were paying for the privilege of beating them badly. Yeah. And they beat Cal Poly, so what do you want? They're, no, again, they are exactly on track. They're doing yeah. everything that we thought they would do. Next week they get to lose to Utah, and yeah. then all those money games are over, and they can lose in conference. So, that'll, exactly. that'll be fun. <laughs> their, schedule, I mean, their, their season has been, uh, will have been calibrated. Yes. Like it's precisely... Precisely where it ought to be. Uh, Stanford. At least that Utah game isn't going to be on TV. At all? I mean, here. Oh, That's... no, hold on. ESPN2. It's going to be on ESPN2. Right. That's much worse. I was going to say, <coughs> unlike last, so last week was a little weird. They had a bunch of really good games on in the late slots. A lot of the time what happens is the good games are on earlier, and then they're just trying to put something on TV in the evening, and that's usually how State gets on TV. Is like, well, we need a game for late. And there aren't that many teams playing, so this Mountain West game will have to do it. Hey, for real, um, for the Utah State game, which is the following week, mm. uh, on the San Jose Spartans website, it says TV colon Facebook, <laughs> which seems like a pitch for an adult swim show somehow. <laughs> I think it's just going to be someone in the stand on Facebook Live just to take and film with their phone. Just someone. I think that's... That's about what it deserves to be. Yeah. Um, Stanford lost to USC in uh, uh, one of the many big evening games last week. USC looks really fucking good. I mean, they ran all over Stanford. On the upswing again? Yeah, they they won in the trenches. I mean, Stanford ran the ball pretty well, but USC ran it much better. And then... uh, Do they have, like, a pair of good running backs that have... Uh, coordinated nicknames? Oh, yeah, that's a really good question. Not yet. Game one is a little early, because, you, okay. you know, they're always breaking in new dudes. I'm sure like by a, the end of the year they'll have a... Salt and pepper, or sugar and spice, or... Uh, yeah, like, um... Shart and shorts. Uh, I guess ice and fire. Shart and shorts is what I came Shart up with. Shart and shorts. <laughs> that's very bad. <laughs> um, why, why is it worse that it's in shorts? <laughs> Somehow. I don't know. if The smell will escape easier? I guess. All right. Well, maybe. Um, so yeah. By yeah, I, I assume tailback U will have some pretty good nicknames going for these guys by the end of the year. But it was, it was pretty clear early on that uh, USC's superior talent was going to win out. Um, what if they were? What if they were both? Um, from the Ming Dynasty, hmm. and their nicknames were Jade and Gold. That's pretty good. I, mean, I hear those two things go together. That sounds like a couple of strippers, but... They talk about it a lot in uh, Dream of Red Mansions. Oh, there you go. Uh, is everything uh, as beautiful or... Uh, <laughs> as or, Cypress? As, as, Jade and, as Jade and Gold? No, uh, Dream of Red Mansions is not the first Chinese novel. Right. So they've developed some additional techniques. That's good. Aside from just... Um, also, I think... Uh, don't listen to us, Marjan. Uh-oh. I think maybe China is a better place to live than Iran. Because okay, okay. they seem to have more than just cypresses. That's all I'm going to say about it. I will give credit where credit is due. I think both of those nations, because they both stretch back so far in history, have had a couple of runs on top. Uh, yeah. Where they were like, I'm number one. Like, just straight number one. Who wants to come at me? It's just... Both of them have also enjoyed those periods long in the past. <laughs> I, I should say that um, 
Ferdowsi does at one point describe something as or someone as being like uh, a rose on which grew no thorns or something like that. What? No way. Yeah, hold He'd on. He'd heard of roses that that weren't weird cypress flowers. So <laughs> one of the one of the very few things I've ever tweeted was a quote there. Oh uh, really? Yeah, maybe I can maybe I can find it's it. It's true you don't tweet a lot. Nah. Do you spend any time on Twitter? Like, do you uh, hang out there and then look at things, or only when I can't sleep and I want to be able to sleep less for some reason? Like, it's Twitter just makes me mad. Yeah, it's not wonderful. I mean, it's the world making me mad, but Twitter is definitely the vehicle for that madness. Matt, when was I reading oh, Anime? Fuck, uh, two years ago. Fuck oh my if god, I know. is it that recent? Fuck if I know. That sounds about right. But I, I don't necessarily remember. Um, Like, I just logged into Twitter and it it says, attract more followers, run a followers campaign, and grow your audience over time. Do they not understand that that is the opposite of what I want? I want fewer followers. Yeah. Where's that campaign? Can I run that campaign? Yeah, that's good. I'm happy with the 48 people who follow me. <laughs> yeah, enough's enough, it's really. It's too many. It's too many, but I know that they don't really follow me, so it's, it's fine. It's true, a lot of it's spam. <laughs> Stephen Fry doesn't read what I write. <laughs> it's um, cool that he follows you, though. That's neat. That is cool. Yeah. That's because uh, I was on Twitter even before he was, so. Uh, Shopper, is that a person who you recognize? Uh, I don't know. From the book? Maybe. Well, his life became a garden within which grew roses without thorns. Whoa, that's not bad. And I said that uh, Ferdowsi wrote that a thousand years before the PlayStation. <laughs> that was literally the best thing he could imagine at the time because he'd <laughs> never played Bushido Blade. Maybe. That maybe you could like live in a place that wouldn't stab you. A garden within which grew roses without thorns. Wow. Well, that is still, again... Listen, I didn't tweet that because it wasn't the most colorful passage in the entire book. That's exactly correct. Uh, a lot of it is just, uh, like we said, just cypresses. That's really all I, they like. I did a search once, I think. I got a uh, digital edition of the book, and I searched within it. And weren't there something like 123 descriptions of things being like cypresses? Yes, I think that's right. It was, uh, I started, I couldn't believe it at first. I thought, well, they're going to get over this. Like, a few chapters in, he's going to stop doing this. He's just trying to make a point about how great Cypresses are and how many there are. He's pro-Cypress. But, no, nah, he went back to that well, like, a million times. What if the translator didn't know the names in Farsi of most trees? And so just made all of them Cypress? And he was like, I know that's a tree. Understood from context it was a tree. From and just context, said I understand that this is a tree. It was probably a cypress. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, look, I wish I had an explanation. That's as good an explanation as, as Fredozzi just going like, cypresses are amazing and I see them everywhere and they're great. Yeah, I mean, yes. The straight line <laughs> explanation for that is the dude got a little hard thinking about cypresses. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, in baseball, the Indians have won 19 straight games. That's pretty good. Actually, hold on. Let me just check that at press time they haven't won the 20th. I they, assume that's going to be the only thing on MLB.com. They are up 2 to nothing in the 8th. So, yeah, they're going to win their 20th. 
And uh, they're taking away the hmm. only thing that the A's have done in Montgomery. An, an AL record tying 20th straight win. Yeah, Whose record do you think that is that they're stealing? They're going to take away the A's only accomplishment. The whole reason we had to see that terrible Billy Bean movie, and they're going to take it from us. Well, you know what? That's good. Maybe this will be the ultimate refutation of Sabermetrics. God, it would be great. I don't even care about Sabermetrics. I just want Billy Bean to be chased out of town and buried alive. <laughs> right outside of town. I don't want him in town when he's buried, but I want him definitely buried alive. <sighs> he threw a lot of stuff in that movie. Like There were like five separate scenes where Brad Pitt, as Billy Bean, starts throwing furniture around. Like They just couldn't figure out another way to make it seem like someone was angry. And I wonder I... if he has the power to throw himself out of a grave if I put him in it. Well, I wonder if he'd even be angry at this point. <laughs> like, I would figure, given the A's recent performance, he's probably pretty down on himself. <laughs> probably beat out of him? God, I wish that were true. I really he'd wish pro- that were true. You know how much prob- more likable... Probably wake up in that grave and go, well, yeah. It, how much more likable he would be if you got the sense at all that he was the kind of person who could be down on himself? It would yeah, be, dog. like, amazing. Yeah, there's an episode of this podcast called The Legend of Fitzhill. I know how much more <laughs> likable he would be. Well, I'm just saying, I clearly do not think that he is capable. If at the end of this A's, this disastrous A's season, he was caught throwing up out of grief. Yeah, he's not capable of that at all. I just saw a commercial for uh, John Tesh is on it. Sorry, it's very distracting. Why is John Tesh on, on a TV show? He's on a TV show. Why do you watch TV while we do a podcast? Mm, you know, I'm watching the A's. They're down 11 to 1, so it's going pretty well. That's uh, no, okay, Doc. I'm, I'm for sure I'm watching the latest Awful Squad while this is going on. <laughs> I watch the A's to see if anyone's going to not touch home plate when they come around. Oh, well, that's almost certainly going to happen. Because it's a pretty common occurrence. I'm hoping one of them will absentmindedly undo their pants. <laughs> I know, you're always hoping that. You're hoping a Steve Lyons will happen out there. That's the best thing that ever happened, because he was so embarrassed. He brain farted. He, he realized what he had done. He brain farted hard, and you're right, he was more embarrassed than he even needed to be. Oh yeah, for sure. Because no one gave a crap. Because if he had just been like... Just turned that dirt out of his pants and everyone saw his um, jockstrap or whatever? Yeah. But he was, like, confident about it? Wouldn't have been a thing. Yep, no one even would have cared. But the yep. fact that he, like, like suddenly realizes it, jerks his pants back up, and, like, does, like, 19, like, mug for the camera. Oh, my God, what did I just do? <laughs> just standing there in first base, first base having a freak out. I had dirt in my pants and uh, I forgot for a minute that there well, were 17,000 people looking at me. Oh, jeez! Oh man! Yeah, he was I bet just, it was on the jumbotron and everything. He was like wearing some boxer briefs. It wasn't. It's not like he shook his dick all around. Yeah, he had anything. sliding shorts. It's not like it was yes. a thing, right? But yes, it would be amazing if one of the A's could could do something that would be shown on Twib forever. Twib, is that still a show? I have no idea. <laughs> Hold on. This week in baseball, I want to know if it's still a show and who's hosting it. It ran for 10,000 years, and I don't think anybody hosted it. Was there a host of that? Oh, well, it starts in the present tense. Oh, no. No, it was discontinued at the end of the 2011 Major League Baseball season. Damn, made it all the way into the 20-teens. Yeah. Of just like, oh, that's quite a blooper, a twib! (laughs) (laughs) Like, "Mm, boy, this is a wonderful program. Even so little kids me, hate this. Twib is Ozzy Smith, but that's the particular era that I was watching. Oh uh, yeah, there was a lot of Ozzy Smith on Twib way back when, early nineties, late eighties, for sure. Yeah, and he was the wizard. 
Wizard I guess of Oz. He, I, he only hosted it in 97 and 98. I don't believe But that. I guess that's what I remember. He must have just been all over it before that. <clears throat> Maybe not hosting. Um, yeah. Um, well, look, it, what would be great is it would make uh, all the weird YouTube compilations that I watch in the middle of the night. <laughs> I think it's my least favorite thing about the internet, that it tries really hard to guess what I want. So let me explain why. Doc, I straight up just typed golf bloopers into YouTube the other day. <laughs> Are there good like, ones? I bet there's some good golf papers. Were they any good, though? Uh, you know, honestly, it's just like a shot takes a weird bounce. Yeah. It's never cool like the guy hella whiffs and hits the ground and his putter bent and his uh, club bends. Or no one pulls their pants down accidentally. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, the, the key blooper. It's just like a shot took a funny bounce or oh, or whoops, it went into the water. Or, it, or like, oh, you tried to... Oh, you tried to chip it out of the sand trap, but it just hit the it just hit the lip of the sand trap and rolled right back to where it was. Yeah, see, to me, those aren't even bloopers. That's golf. That's just golf. Golf's exactly. very hard. It's the kind of hard that you don't really realize till you go out and try to play it as an adult after not ever having played it, and you you're like, I got pretty good hand eye coordination. I think I can pull this off. And you hit a shot, and you've got a friend who is hiding behind a tree that is you're facing the tree, right? <laughs> you're facing the tree. That's where you are in the shot. It is like a 90 degree angle from where you were trying to hit this ball and you hit it right past his head Yep. and you go, I don't even know how that's possible. I literally cannot figure out the physics of this shot. How did I do that? Here's how you know golf is hard. Um, people formed special secluded places where they could play it without being watched. <laughs> that's right. No spectators, please. Do you know how every basketball hoop is in a hugely public area? Yep. Oh yeah. That's why I don't play basketball. And it's just like, yeah, I'm going to miss a lot of shots. I'm going to look bad. I'm going to dribble real bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Golf you're right. is so hard that they're like, let's do this in a secret wooded location that we control access to. You've got to pay a lot of money to get in, and everyone's got to be real quiet, and no one bothers you. Only other people who are trying to learn this game and acknowledge that they are also bad at it can be in here. <laughs> That's right. So, like, the things you were describing, I don't consider those bloopers. To me, it's that's like, just a day on the course. It's like if there was a floor-to-ceiling curtain between each lane of a bowling alley. <laughs> That's right. So no one else could see that you're not good at bowling. They'd still hear the pins, but everyone would be really respectful and try not to make any noise. And yeah, try not to, like, go, oh, that guy, rules. that guy didn't really hit it. He didn't get a strike, I could tell, but I'm not going to well, say anything. I think that that sounded like a gutter ball. I think he got I didn't hurt. hear any pins fall over. I'm just not going to say anything. Uh, yeah, so your least favorite thing about the internet oh, well, is I, that... I was just going to say... It, to me, those are not bl golf bloopers. Like, a golf blooper would be, like, he, he hit it right onto the edge of where, like, uh, the pond is, right? And he goes he goes to hit a shot on the edge of the pond, and he slips, and he falls into the pond. Yep. Like, that might be a golf blooper. But just like, oh, I hit, I shot, but it didn't go where I wanted. I'm like, yeah, no, that's just, that's what happens 100% of the time. Or what about if he hit the ball, and it went up to the edge of the pond, and a duck came out and took it? That's a golf blooper. Yeah, I'd consider that a golf blooper. That would be okay. It's not That's terribly entertaining, but I will accept that. Or if someone hits a drive and Randy Johnson's a bird. Yes, yeah, that would be That's a good. bloop. <laughs> yeah, so uh, here's why I don't like it on any level. I don't like going onto my YouTube and then having it suggest that I watch like 13 separate conspiracy theory videos because I watched like one out of curiosity one time six months ago. <laughs> 
That's right. The truth about 9-11. And I was like, like, all right, let's see. Let's see what these crazies have. Footage of the missiles. And you're like, (laughs) this is going to be nothing. And then you watch it, and you you can only watch 90 seconds of it. And you're like, oh, that was even worse than I was imagining. (laughs) Right. And you never want to watch another one. And it's just all it suggests. And you're like, really? This is your great formula? This is your great fucking platform you came up with, YouTube? What I hate even more is when... They grudging, I grudgingly have to admit they got it right. It makes me so unhappy when they're like, maybe you want to see this video. And I'm like, yeah, kind of. Ten, 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 top ten premature celebrations. And I'm like, yeah, oh God, I'm, I'm going to watch that, though. Or, like, I watched the one hydraulic press video, and then uh, it it was like every video it was suggesting after that was hydraulic press, and I just kept watching them, and I was like, this is really... Just, you've gone too far, YouTube. This is very distressing. <laughs> Please stop it. But yes, I do. I do. Yes, I do want to see what it looks like when he crushes a deck of cards. Oh, it explodes. <laughs> That's nuts. It's Why would a deck of cards explode? <laughs> and then the next one comes up, and you go, "Yeah, all right, I'll watch but if it." If I remember, if I remember correctly, you're not even all the way in because you don't watch the Beyond the Press channel. Oh, well, I will do a thing where even if I'm enjoying the videos, I will get out. I'll get out. I'll, after a while, I gotta get out because it's gonna keep suggesting that I watch more and more of these, and I'll keep watching them, and that'll be my life. And then I'll watch them make the Buster Sword and every other sword, and that'll be my life: is watching dudes craft swords from video games and movies. Oh, but you don't watch. You nope. don't watch the one guy. I watched the one guy once, and I went, "Oh, this video was way longer than I thought," and I want to watch all of them, so I'm never watching okay. one again. I see. You just I'm cut yourself done. off. Yeah, I'm really good at that. I can cut myself off, but I just don't like it. I don't like it when it's wrong. I don't like it when it's right. I wish it would just suggest random ass videos or just nothing, nothing on the page, and then go search for what you like. I just no matter what I start, no matter where I start, I could start at ten most obvious uh, soccer dives. Right. That's a good place to start, by sure. the way. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. At the end, I am definitely watching auto racing accidents where people lost their lives. Oh, yeah. that's right. Either the drivers or the crowd. YouTube is a great place to watch the worst things happen. There are lots of video compilations of people dying in various ways. Yes, I will watch that Le Mans clip where 80 people got wiped out by that car. Yeah, I'll watch every angle of that Reno flight show disaster. Sure. Oh, yep. yeah. Keep bringing them. Oh, 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 we're right well, We're right back to that Sukhoi that skids along <laughs> oh, the ground God. and turns people into hamburger. Oh, my God. That's really a distressing video. Uh, no, honestly, do not. That's if really... you have not seen that video, stay away from it. It seems like a movie set like it like it can't be real what these people's bodies look like at the end um so yeah not a fan of the uh the the fucking youtubes and every other website that does that just everybody's like hey i got some suggestions for you and it makes me very unhappy like it wants me to see this canadian sniper 2.2 mile confirmed hit I don't know oh, what he's sniping. I don't, I don't want to see anybody get shot. I don't know what he's sniping, but I kind of want to find out. Hey, X-37B, what's it doing up there? That's a really good question. Can I uh, can I uh, tell you and offer you an area to stay completely away from? Okay. Uh, exploding tires. Okay. Is that... Why should I stay away? They do some horrible shit to people. Oh, yeah. Who are near it? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not in. I don't want to see anybody. And then I just think about all the times in my life that I'm near somebody's tire. <laughs> I spent, I'm that's just right. like, 
Is my arm going to... Am I going to get degloved if this tire blows up? <laughs> That's right. All day you're thinking about it. <laughs> I have become roast beef from Akewood. Yeah. I am definitely thinking about a rally car jumping the curb and wiping out a whole bunch of people all the time. Well, you uh, you and I were both already roast beef. And so oh, I'm definitely the guy that sucks. <laughs> yes. And then on the back of my t-shirt, plus I got depression. So any of the things that pop up that kind of prove that, that's just, I mean, that's just you. This is just Wait, another way. You have like special it. algorithms to funnel you into that shit at night. Like, you're going to be like, um, top ten people who broke their, uh, broke their overhead light fixture trying to dance. Uh, and yeah. then, and then one hour and eight minutes later, it's uh, twelve forty three in the morning, and you're watching ISIS executions. <laughs> and it's like YouTube, what happened? Yeah, why'd you do this? YouTube, you knew I couldn't handle this. Why'd YouTube, you do what this? What is up with this escalation? I don't want to watch people get burned to death. I wanted to watch people break their lamp and then look embarrassed for a second, and also kind of put their shoulders up because they're like, "Is glass gonna fall?" <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I wanted to see them maybe be um, trying to learn how to pole dance in the comfort of their living room, and the pole comes down and they fall on their that's butt. That's right. I wanted to see top five wiffle balls into the dad's nuts. <laughs> yeah. And now you got me up here, top five gas station explosions, and I'm not, that yep. we really went up quite a notch off this one. See bodies flying and shit, it's not okay. And I'm just watching Russian dash cam videos of people killing each other. Well, the Russian dash cam videos are legendary. There's something about Russia. I think it's the terribleness of it that makes it so legendary. Well, and... Because they all have dash cams, they are the number one source for, like, videos of a meteor. That's true, yes. Lighting up the sky. Those, but, uh... But then you're locked into YouTube's Russian dash cam channel, and it's just motorcyclists getting knocked off their bikes for the rest of the night. Yep, or road rage incidents, a lot of those. A lot of people uh, getting out and doing some... What the Russians consider fighting. Um... But how about this one? Ten weird jobs all women must do in North Korea. I don't want to watch that. No. I don't want to learn about the oppression of North Korea. I know enough. No, and first of all, I never want to hear these narrators. Oh, yeah. That's They're, true. They can barely read. They're all doing their radio announcer voice. <laughs> yep. It's not a job, right? I mean, no one got paid for that. Right? They're just they're just badly reading a BuzzFeed list or something. Yeah. They're reading someone some listicle no one has done any research. Everything is made up. Yep. And then they always give you the barest detail about anything. Yeah. I'm not into I spent, it. I spent a week trying to find out the details of that soccer team in the Congo that was killed by one lightning strike. It's hard. You know, the internet it gives you a lot to sift through, but it's not a lot of good stuff. It's a lot of bad... A lot of bad journalism. Yeah, much safer for me is just to watch Netflix way too late into the night. Yeah. And uh, Netflix is starting to put me in a weird channel, too. Oh, yeah, because no, Netflix will now do the same thing, where they're like, hey, suggestions, you watch this thing, how about these? And you're like, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. It's just like, everything on Netflix is pretty safe and tame, but... So, you know how I started watching Japanese-style Originator? And I have watched a few. I, I, have, I have been dipping my toes in to that tofu tempura goodness. It was just such a nice world for me. Best 50 ways to beat the heat in a Japanese summer. Yeah. It is, and um... It's, and it's just like, 
Yukata. And you're like, yeah, okay. Well, we knew that was going to be in there. <laughs> right, we already learned about that. And then it's like, here's this pig that burns citronella incense. And you're like, oh, that's cool. I guess you do need that if you're going to be sitting out on your patio and you live where there are mosquitoes. Yeah. No, I do love learning about about the culture. And it is but super I- laid back. But now it's got me, it just thinks I will watch anything Asian. Mm-hmm. And look, okay, yes, did I watch all of Japanese Style Originator, followed by all of Samurai Gourmet, <laughs> followed by all of Midnight Diner Tokyo Stories? It's true. You gave it. I you, did do that. You gave it some input there. You gave it some data. And did I enjoy all of those things? I also enjoyed all of those things. Right. Then it got me on the, uh, this Korean cooking show. Cooking variety talk show? Yes, they're nothing. Cla- is, it's a, a, I the, think a this classy is, talk show. They always say <laughs> this is this is sort of the problem with a lot of Asian movies and TV is that nothing is ever one genre. Yeah, Everything sure is isn't. because this is like this is like a Master Chef. Yep, sort of. It's actually no, it's actually sort of like Iron Chef because all of the chefs are real chefs. Right. It's a. It's chef on Netflix. And, chef it's called Chef in My Fridge. Okay, all right. I know that's not the only thing it's called. Yes, these Korean shows are translated in like a hundred different ways. And uh, you, if you want to learn how to find them, you will have to learn each of the, the separate ways that they have been um, translated into English. They bring on two Korean stars from the world of Korean entertainment. So people I have never seen, I know nothing of. Right. Just like the they, Japanese they, they never bring on the people who were in Rooftop Room Cat. <laughs> Those Rooftop that are still with cat. us. Those that are still with us. Those that those that remain. Yes. Those that have not become angels in heaven. R.I.P. Beasting. R.I.P. Actually, uh, it's probably not funny to joke about that. It turns out Korea is a deeply Christian nation. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes, um, it is. So it's never anyone I've heard of. Mm-hmm. It's someone from a current to semi-current boy or girl band or an actor. Sure. Or a comedian, which they always. They always treat distinct from a regular actor. The com- well, I'll tell you why. The comedians are solely variety show comedians. I don't believe oh, okay. they have comedies. I don't okay. believe scripted <laughs> they don't comedies do comedy. exist. They don't do scripted comedy so much. Okay. All of the comedians just host variety shows. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Then they haul in those comedians' actual fridges. Like, they take them out of their houses. <laughs> right. They strap them on a truck and they drive them to the studio. Yep. Then the show's two hosts sarcastically go through all their fridges and point out everything that's expired and also everything that suggests that they might have a secret boyfriend or girlfriend. <laughs> that is the most, that's what they're most interested in. Sometimes when someone insists that it was their mother who did a thing in the fridge, mm-hmm. they call the mom on the phone <laughs> to ask her. Right. Then each of those people asks for two dishes to be made. Hmm. And each of those dishes is a competition between two chefs who are attempting to earn star badges. What are they going to do with those? I don't know, but four individual star badges does become a star ribbon. Oh, and with a star ribbon, you can avoid military service. When you get to 20 star badges, you get like a different kind of star badge that's much bigger. Wow. I didn't know this was so intricate. Yeah. Uh, So... And they have 15 minutes to cook these dishes. And this, so it's just cook a dish out of the ingredients With in this With the ingredients fridge. from this person's fridge. Okay. That meet this person's uh, request, which is a healthy dish for uh, to eat with when I'm drinking soju. <laughs> Usually, yes, that's correct. 
<laughs> right? Yeah, so uh, a, dish, a, a deeply a dish Christian de- nation. A high-calorie dish that won't leave me feeling bloated in the morning. It's a deeply Christian nation that is constantly on a diet and has a very, uh, a very heavy drinking culture. The dish is always um, meat, some kind of, well, meat or seafood, mm-hmm. in some kind of red pepper paste. Which I fucking love, yep. Mixed with some um, kimchi. Sure. Usually the host, usually the guest's mom's kimchi. Uh, yep, that's right. Everyone has their mom's kimchi. In their fridge, correct. Uh, on microwave rice, because they only have 15 minutes. Right, right, right. No one ever turns up their nose at the microwave rice. Is it better in Korea than it is here? I assume they have better... Okay. Uh, they have uh, adapted all of their methods so that the microwave rice turns out pretty good. I always wonder why they don't just keep a rice cooker in there. Yeah, that would definitely be the way that they would do it in some other nations. Right. Anyway. It's not like it takes long in a rice cooker. But. Um... They have two guests, but each show is only about one of the guests. So everything's a two-parter. Everything is this weekend, next week. Right. Yeah. Uh, I've watched a lot of those. <laughs> and, and I keep uh, I keep texting you about the various personalities that are appearing on there. And I actually know who a lot of them are. Because you know all of them. Yeah. So... Like when I said there are two... There are two girls from Twice on here, and two girls from... Fiesta R. And I was, I was, you were I was like, rattling names off. You just named was, all of them. I was out with Marjan and her friends, and I was just rattling names off. <laughs> yeah, um, I've, I've told you off the air that following... They are smart, and they make following pop culture the easiest possible thing to do. Um, everything's controlled by the agencies, and it kind of is like the old days of sports where everything was controlled by the owners. And the point was to exploit your entertainment resources... To the yes. maximum possible amount to get as much fan interest and therefore money as you possibly can. And they do an excellent job in Korea. Oh, it seems like a well-oiled machine. It, it absolutely is. They The artists have no rights. They sign these horribly oppressive contracts that last years and years and years. And they have stipulations like, you're not allowed to date. And you, you have to weigh a certain amount. and And all this shit so that they they can just really squeeze the fucking money out of them as much as they possibly can. I, I, I read something last year that the average K-pop artist makes like 40,000 American dollars per year. And Seoul yeah. is not a cheap city. Yeah, that is rough. So they all live in these, uh, they call them the dorms, but they're just apartments where all, like everyone in the same nine-person girl group will live together. Uh, there, was, uh, there were two members of a nine-person girl group on there, and they revealed that uh, two of them shared one room, three of them were in another room, and four of them were in another room. They, yeah. So, they are really being exploited. But it's great if you're a fan. Because I compare it to professional wrestling when when we were briefly interested in that in like 2000 or 2001 or whatever it was. Where it's just so easy to consume it. There's uh, Raw, and then a couple of days later there's SmackDown, and there's weekend shows if you want to do that, and there's pay-per-views if you want to do that, and it's just like, you can get all the content you want. These They have like four live music shows every single week in Korea where you can see if your artist is promoting the artist that you're a fan of, you will get to see them four times. They'll just do every show. And they'll go on Korean SNL, and they'll go on every single one of these variety shows, like Chef in My Fridge or uh, Men on a Mission as the Netflix translation is. It's another wild one. Or Running Man, or Infinity Challenge, or 
uh, Weekly Idol or any... I mean, really, the entire dial is just loaded with uh, with variety shows over there. I haven't seen any of those on Netflix yet, but if I if I keep watching Chef in My Fridge and Men on a Mission, sooner or later Netflix is going to buy them. I mean... <laughs> That's right. They're going to go, well, these are doing pretty well. And then the, they'll be smart enough to recommend them to you. But... Um, so I follow it very closely, much closer than I ever thought, and it isn't because I think any of it is worth a damn. <laughs> there is something that I do like about learning about the culture. It's kind of like watching Japanese Style Originator, just like learning all of the crazy quirks of their society. Um, but it's just, they make it so, so easy to get sucked in fucking down the rabbit hole. There's 900 girl groups, they all have 11 members. You're just sitting there going, "What?" There's so much to 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 watch, and I say watch because none of the, their music is worth anything. So it's well. Luckily, they don't play music on Chef in My Fridge. That's good. Sometimes they do make them dance. Oh yeah, they'll be like, "Hey, show us your choreography because it's sexy or whatever." They definitely on one of the most recent ones I watched made a woman dance to express how she felt about the food. <laughs> And they are not subtle. They're, they're the host. If it's a dude, will just just go like, oh, 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 and just start like jumping up and down. And you're like, oh boy, they saw a lady. It's a bad scene. And um, based on the few times they've had a like an older star, like from a previous generation, mm. come on one of these shows, they all seem like it has affected them. Oh yeah, I don't think anyone's right after they come out the other end of this thing. Like, one woman who said she was the original fairy, the original (laughs) national fairy, over and over again, and then said that she thinks of herself as the Archaeopteryx of fairies. (laughs) And I just shut the computer and went to... Well, no, I sent you a picture of what was on my screen, shut the computer, and went to sleep. It was a good sign that you'd gone too far. Yeah. Yeah. That was Netflix telling me, go to sleep. Yeah. No, they're they're not right in the head at all. I... During or after. Their time. It turns out that they have had a horrible thing done to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if any of them have ever thought it was worth it to just to like people know me. But that's pretty much the extent of it. People know me. Like I don't, I didn't make a lot of money. I mean, some of them do as they get as they've been around in the industry for a while. You hear about them like um, the biggest thing that you can do over there is buy property. They will brag to no end about being building owners. I have, there have been a couple of them who have talked about buildings that they own. And, like, hosts will bring it up. They'll be like, oh, this girl who's been around in the industry for ten years, she owns a, she's a landlord. And everyone will be like, oh, like, it's the most impressive thing they've ever heard of. So, there are a few that make it where they have enough money to, to, to do something post-career. But their careers are all very short, because once you're 28, you're just, like, the oldest fucking person in the world, and you need to go away. I think this is funny because I did not start watching these because you oh, no. went to Korea, watched Korean TV, and came back here and had a weird interest in it. <laughs> yeah. I found my own weird path to it, and it just turned out that you already knew everything about it. Yes, I do feel like I'm sort of your K-pop shepherd. Like, the- Men on a Mission is the is a show like that show that's always on Univision. <laughs> yes. Or whatever, when you when you turn on, there's a bunch of adult Mexican comedians dressed as kids in a classroom. Yes, it is exactly it's that, that show. Setup. It's that setup exactly. They stole it. They really did. Korea does not care about stealing things. You have seen the red velvet video where Itchy and Scratchy appear. So 
Well, that is true. Yeah. You did make me watch the Red Velvet video where Itchy and Scratchy appear. Yeah, no, they'll straight, they'll straight up just sit in there, pretend to be kids, and then they'll have some guests come on, guests come on from a, a K-pop group or whatever, and they will explain that they're transfer students from another school, and then they'll uh, they'll interview them and play games and 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 stuff. It'll just turns into a regular variety show from there. I was getting such a weird feeling about the things that are treated as scandalous. Oh yeah, that I um. I actually tried to look up to see what a big scandal involving a K-pop artist was. Oh, yeah. There's some good stuff out there. It's also mild. Yeah, dude. Uh, I told you. One of the guys from Big Bang smoked pot and tried to kill himself from the outra- like the shame and outrage right. that followed. But it's like... There aren't even... There aren't even nip slips happening. Oh, hell no. No, 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 no. They would never it's, allow that. It's like, you know how you've seen every American pop star's vagina, if you've been on the internet? Because <laughs> they've all... It's all. It's happened for all of them. Yes, exactly right. Yes, uh, Korea knows how to solve that problem. They don't have vaginas. Whoa, I, I, their <laughs> shorts may be sewed on. I guess it's true. They don't have. They wear, seem to wear a lot of shorts. They don't have a lot. They wear a lot of fashion shorts, and they don't have. Um, they don't have wardrobe malfunctions. It's true. Anything that is even slightly provocative gets the gets the uh, nineteen plus rating and is kicked off of the network television so that they can't they can't do their dances on the uh on the music shows and uh yeah one time one of the other guys from big bang i think i told you had a big prop bed on stage at his show and like dry humped a lady and they tried to put him in prison for four years (laughs) this is in south korea yes that's correct yes this is not this is not the uh people's republic up north Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It is so bad. The whole culture is baffling. Is Japan any looser? Yes. Japan, the people in Korea consider the Japanese to be very rude and (laughs) disgusting. Like, they're, like, those are classless people. Not only for all of the crimes that Japan has perpetrated against them over the... Yeah, plenty of reasons for Koreans not to be a big fan of Japan. But their modern culture they consider to be hella gross. Japan has not made friends in Asia. No, they're not good at it, for sure. I wonder, is is the island living, just being separate? Is that really all it took for them to to just always assume from the very beginning that they were a hundred times better than the other people? I mean, I don't know. It, it's sort of like how, historically, no one in China care, ever cared about what was happening outside of China. Sure, yeah, yeah the Middle Kingdom. Like, I, I get it, but... <sighs> Maybe it's just the fact that China's never won a war against non-Chinese, and Japan won a few, and that makes yep. it seem like Japan is more was more oppressive. I don't know, but yeah, they they've not made friends there. Um, but you know, the I think the Japanese market is like the secondary market for Korean acts. I think they make way more in Japan than they make anywhere else outside of Korea, and they'll release Japanese language albums and they'll go and they'll tour in Japan and stuff like that. So they're they're willing to take their money, but they do consider them to be slovenly, horrible people. <laughs> Which is funny when you watch a show like Japanese Style Originator, where you get uh, sort of a real clean, a cleansed view of Japanese culture. Well, again, I feel like that show may be pushing some kind of conservative agenda. You mean because in the beginning it says something like, Japan is great! Isn't Japan wonderful? <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> Yes, I would not be surprised if it's part of a greater mechanism 
to have you gotten have you gotten to the ones yet where it opens with a dog going to fetch a traditional japanese suite for its master no i told you i've only watched like four okay well get get I'll, to it I'll, I'll watch more they're really long just like the korean shows they're really long because i think they know it's super cheap television to produce so they're just like here's three hours of it enjoy like, sometimes I'll pause Men Men on a Mission, which I have now started to watch on the Netflix as well. I'll pause it halfway through and be like, or I'll pause it being like, it must be done, right? And it'll say 42 minutes left, and I'll go, come on. Okay, so did you start from the beginning? Yes, yes, I did. Did you see the, did you see the terrifying one? <laughs> the the monster? one that I've watched. The scary monster in the beginning? Yes. Yeah, he was not a lot of, he was not a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> I was very hard to watch. I had not heard of him, and I had not heard of his group. No, uh, Noel. His group Noel. Yeah. Never heard of it. But he was. Uh, I want to catch him and I want to mate him with other monsters <laughs> and see what happens. Maybe like him and Ric Flair. I want to see what the baby looks like. Oh, that would be crazy. Or like him and um, Adam Driver. The. Uh, the I know who Adam Driver Ky- is. Kylo Ren. Yeah. I want to see. I'm just, I want to see what I was that just baby trying is. to picture it in my mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he is an insane person. Whoever this guy was on this show. Yep, that's the only one I, I have not. That did not um, prime prime the pump for me. Did like, you watch it at night? Well, yes, I did watch it at night, and I <laughs> and and I I did not enjoy it. it I is... just kept watching it, and he just kept. Seeming more and more like a legitimately insane person. It would have it would have been very uncomfortable if I had watched that in the middle of the night. I would not have been able to continue. Yeah, I have not gone back to it. I've watched like five more Chef in My Fridges since then, but I have not gone back to Men on a Mission. Uh, I watched one of Men on Men on the Mission the other day, where a, a, like a little girl was on there, um, and she kept asking if it was okay to hit them on the head with the hammer. And they'd go, no, yeah, no, just wail away on them. And she hit them so hard she bent the hammer all up. Yeah. Hitting (laughs) people on the head with a hammer is a big part of this show. Yes. That's what's done in schools, I guess. I guess you could just wail wail on each other. You know, all these K-pop stars must have CTE, right? I assume. It's got to be the way it works. So, yeah. So we're, we're 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 deep in. For yep. you, and now, now Netflix. Netflix is recommending every show produced in uh, China, Korea, or Japan to me. Yeah, you sent me a screenshot of one crazy-looking one. The oh, yeah. Ice Wizards or whatever that one's called. <laughs> with, like, some hella white-haired people, and it looked... I would not have wanted to watch that one for sure. I'll get to it eventually. I definitely will watch at least the first episode. Because there are, like, 62 episodes in the one season that's on Netflix. <laughs> More, it's more than one a week for a year. Yeah, that's nuts. They'll have shows like that where they're like, oh, this show, this K-drama that's coming out, it's on a Monday-Wednesday schedule. And you go, what? And they go, you know, it's just two per week. And you go, oh. All these actors are really getting the shaft. Yep. <laughs> two per week. Yeah, it's going to run for uh, 46 weeks, two per week. You're like, oh, shit. A lot of them seem to have, like, weird endorsements. Like, there's often meat in their fridge and it's because they have a relationship with a meat company or they endorse meat from a certain region so they got some free sample or something so they got some meat in their fridge but they can't eat also many of them buy fancy ingredients because they know they're going to appear on chef in my fridge i believe that uh 
G G Dragon, is that right? Yeah, yeah, G D, sure. G Dragon had uh pate, caviar, and truffles in his fridge. He was really foie, foie gras specifically, not just any pate. Like, come on, dude. Uh, who do you think you're fooling? G D. He's probably one of the few that has money. He's like uh so beloved there. Though he was the one they tried to put in jail for four years. Well he shouldn't have dry homed that lady in his act. In his big his comically oversized bed on stage. <laughs> We really do live in a wonderful world of freedoms. Anybody can have a very bad performance art where they're just naked and rubbing blood on themselves here. <laughs> yep. And everyone just goes, yeah, that's... Yep. Good job. That's performance art. Well, this woman's screaming about an abortion and rubbing fake blood on her. <laughs> that's America. Yeah, welcome to America. But you go to Korea? Four, four years. Go to America, try, I mean, go to Korea, try that shit? They ain't gonna fly. For they pretending won't. to hump a woman in an upright bed. Like two fully clothed people in a bed that has been placed upright so you can see the whole bed. And they're standing up. And they're he's like sort of dry humping her. It's kind of insane if you see the footage. Anyway. Marge Simpson uh, complaining about Madonna that ladies don't pump gas in the nude. <laughs> so yeah, we'll continue to learn. Learn more about... The J and K Paps through Netflix. Through what are Netflix the big What are the big releases this week? Oh, like who had a who's having what they call a comeback in Korea? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. like a super good question. What's uh, up this week? This is this will be another mailbag week segment. What's What's up in Korea? I've been, I've been so busy. Um, let, let me see if I know uh, who has released things. Oh wait, Taeyong's in San Jose. What? Taeyong from Big Bang, he's in San Jose. No, I know who Taeyong is. He's in San Jose. He's in San Jose. I'm in San Jose. I wonder if the show already happened. (sighs) Could have seen Taeyong from Big Bang, man. That's really disappointing. Um, uh, I don't know. I'd love to go sit in that crowd and then just go, what? (laughs) Wait, what's happening? And just like look around. (laughs) You would be, I mean, you would stand out for sure. Uh, no, there's probably hello white nerds into K-pop. I guess that's probably true. Dang, San Jose. So weird. Normally, if Koreans come to America, they go to L.A. or New York, and that's it. So. Well, there are some Koreans in the Bay Area. I know. You were friends with one. I was. One. Two, if you count his name change. <laughs> Once upon a time. Twice upon a time, I was friends with him. Uh, let's see. Uh, the girl group April is is coming out with their fourth mini-album. What's a mini album? Um, it's an album that's got like f- four songs on it. That's what they call them. Okay, so it's an EP. Yes, but they they call them mini albums. Um, uh, boy, it seems uh, did you so say the, the band's name is April? The band, April? the band is called April. Yes. And if you're a fan of April, what are you? Oh, God damn it! Don't put me on the spot. I know a lot of the fandoms, but I don't know if I know April's fandom. They Matt all... told me, listeners, that if you're a fan of the band twice, <laughs> you are a once. That's correct. I haven't looked it up to see if that's true or not because I love it either way. No need to look it up, dog. I would not. I would not lie to you about that. Um, <clears throat> oh God! April's fandom is called Pineapple. Okay. It's a pineapple, but with an F in the front. Okay. It's a combination of two words: fine and. Apple. Oh. 
What? This is the explanation. April, in short, can't be called Apple. I don't think that's true. Is, are you on a Zark K-pop wiki? Oh, yeah, there are a ton of them. Um, okay. I am specifically on Destination K-pop right now, but... Um, yeah, I did not know that about... I don't know much about April, but apparently, if you're a fan, you're a fine apple. Which That's wild to me. Makes a lot of sense, I think, for sure. Um, let's see. Hmm, I don't know. I think it's a slow week. Slow week in Korea. Okay. But, I was um, hoping that Red Velvet would have a new song, maybe a maybe a red song. They do they do put out a new track like every two every two months, like a new single, either it's on a mini album or a full length album. They are definitely being worked to the bone. So probably pretty soon they'll come back again. The last one they did was a really cheap music video. It was like one scene of them but in slow motion, kinda like Valoria. Okay. <laughs> but it's um <laughs> But it's I haven't red... thought about that music video in a long time. <laughs> but it's Red Velvet in a classroom, reacting to something. They're not, like, walking on a bunch of rocks? No, nothing so cool as that. Um, and that was, like, uh, I don't know, like a month ago, a month and a half ago. So, yeah, probably pretty soon they'll come out with another one. <laughs> I feel like some of these groups, they come back, they come back, like, seven times a year, and you're like, I, I didn't know they were away. What are they coming back from? Well, hey, I wasn't tired of them yet. What <laughs> yeah. are we doing? <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I can. I I will. Uh, I'll do more research in the future so that I know exactly. Who's back. You'll know to come prepared. Yeah, it's my fault for sure. Uh, I do see that the that woman who calls herself the op- Archaeopteryx of fairies. Uh huh. Whose name is either C or Bada. Does that? Yep, mean Bada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she won second place in the Chinese version of "I Am a Singer" this oh, year. Oh, that's pretty good. Second's, I saw that on Destination K-pop. Second's not bad. <laughs> I mean, it's not... What is this? You kiss member Kisop injured after explosion on music video set? You didn't think that was news? Well, you asked me who... I thought you were asking me who was coming back. Not no, I mean, just I, what I, is the haps. Uh, okay, well, that's what we'll call the segment. What's the haps? <laughs> What's the haps for K-paps? Um, yeah, apparently they work with a... I told you, they work with a ton of pyrotechnics, not just on their stage shows, but their music videos. And some of the people faint because they're scared of the pyrotechnics. You did tell me that. <laughs> Uh, the, that on their own stage show, like a firework will go off and they will lose their shit and faint on stage. Because they're overworked, I think. I think it's just exhaustion. That, that's what I would guess. Though one of the girls... <clears throat> boy, I'm, just, I'm going real deep here. One of the girls from Girls' Generation grew up in Kuwait City and lived through the Iraq War. Okay. The Gulf War. And uh, so her... Was that why she was chosen for the band? Because that seems like great backstory. That is a very good backstory, and the other members will uh, plug up her ears. They'll like put their hands over her ears before the pyrotechnics go off to try because to protect she... her. Because she because will... she has PTSD. Because she will hella have a freak out because of PTSD. Oh man! <laughs> so, well, it's nice of them to do that for her. Yeah, it's a thing that, that it'd be happens. great if there was some infighting, and one day one of them just didn't do it. <laughs> just let her get got. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty good. Uh, off. I don't know why I didn't say this. Um, BAP, B-A-P, they had a comeback. They're, okay. They're a big boy group. Um, if you're a fan of BAP, you are. Oh, um, I, I fucking know that one. Uh, on the same level as, the same label as Secret, and if you're a Secret fan, you're a Secret Time. Uh, okay. The BAP fan club, you're a baby. 
a baby. You are a baby if you like BAP. I should have known that one quicker. And what color do you wear? Mm, that's true. They do often have their own color schemes. Uh, off the top of my head, I think it's like neon green, but let me just check. Me, that's a good choice. Let me just check. It's a good choice if you're a baby. Let me see here. They call it spring green, but it appears neon when I see it a lot of the time. The fans all have these um, these little uh, toy hands that that glow green uh, that they hold up when they're at BAP shows. So that's how I know that. That's how I know that part. And uh, you stream all of these TV shows illegally, right? A lot of them. I mean, some of them okay. are just on YouTube, or like you're seeing, some of them are just on Netflix or whatever. But yeah, no, yes. yeah, I'll, I'll go to the. Uh, oh yeah, I'll, I'm not going to an off Netflix platform. For this. I'll go to the. If spyware. I'm if I'm on a computer and not just watching Netflix, uh, there's other things I can do to entertain myself. I don't need to resort to this. I will definitely go to the spyware show, the spyware sites occasionally. So your computer has many viruses. It's got a lot of viruses. It's got the special kind that none of my virus detection can detect. So it's <laughs> it's got the real good ones. Um, Sleepy came out with a song this the, like this last week. Sleepy. Name of the song? He's a rapper. Oh, the song is called "So What." That's a good. That's a good song for and a rapper to come out with. Featuring Blue. It's got that rap attitude. Blue and Liquor K Junior. Nice. <laughs> Um, and, uh, finally, Tomorrow G-Friend has a, has a song coming out, and they're, um, <clears throat> they're like a, a second-tier girl group. They're a big enough deal. So, look out for that, everybody. Look out for Summer Rain by G-Friend. I will. I will look out for it. Right. I mean, I can, sometimes I watch the music videos that you send me. The songs are all very boring. They're the, well, I've told you, it's a visual art. The songs are just there to have a beat for them to dance along to. They don't actually... I don't think they care about how it sounds. So, if you watch it on mute, see all the colors. The, the dancing girls. Yep. Alright. That's the plan. I think we covered it, dude. Hey, Doug, we've done enough, right? I think we knocked it out of the park on this one. We fucking... We'd, we talked about all the sports and uh, and all the all the paps, K and J. So, I think we did a good job. We didn't really dive into the J-Paps, but then I'm not really watching. Well, you've kind of moved on. I don't know anything about them. Netflix. Like, I could talk, you want to talk about Glay? I could talk about Glay for one <laughs> second. Talk about fucking Hotel Pacific all night. Talk about Hotel want. Pacific, Orangey Rangey, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about all of them. I'm, I'm down. Remember I, how that one guy from Orangey Rangey looks like a space alien? He's definitely the kind I would like to, to crossbreed with some other monsters and yep. see what happens. Oh uh, yeah, if you want to talk about like Mika Nakashima or somebody from the, the olden days when we used to watch the uh, from when we had the international channel, yeah, the AZN or whatever it was, hell yep. yeah, let's, let's talk all day about that good good stuff. Matthew, next week is a Star Trek week. Yeah, what are we watching? We are watching Space Seed. I'm I am scared, but <laughs> maybe it won't be as racist as I remember. Well, the casting choice is fundamentally racist and very bad. And then they do make him do some yoga on there. That's right. <laughs> um, we're watching Skin of Evil. God, I'm so happy about a that. A normal Star Trek episode in which nothing big happens with cast implications. <laughs> uh, we're watching The Siege, so we're finishing out that three-parter. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, I'm kind of looking forward to that. That'll be, that'll be good. The first two parts have scored pretty well. Yeah. 
they've scored a 33 and a 37. And so. again, grading on a curve for DS9, I, it's, I mean, I've, I've very much enjoyed them. I mean, 37 is above the average score for either of the two leading shows, even, so. Yeah. Those are pretty good. We're watching Parturition. That's fucking Voyager, God damn it! And we're watching Fallen Hero. Sounds cool. Archer will probably almost cry. Also, I guess worth remembering that this was probably in early 2002. Yeah. We might get a lot of stuff. So yeah. in case it's just a straight up, um, just a straight up retelling of Flight 93 or whatever. <laughs> it could be. We'll just have to prepare ourselves. These are possibilities. Yep. All right. Uh, all right. Everybody, so send us your mails. Send us your mails so the mailbag is more robust next time. That's um, true. It, Otherwise, we will talk for another hour about K-pop, probably. I'm I'm good. I can do it. Um, it it's at Brother Date to tweet to tweet at us. Uh, you can find us at BrotherDate.com if you want to look at some old episodes. Just look at them. You don't need to listen that hard, but look at the screen. And um, the iTunes as well for the same thing. And then we, yeah, we'll be back for Star Trek next week. Bye bye. Bye, everybody. It's a pleasure to be with you guys here on the field from up close, just watching Coach Vance Joseph from here. No. You watch him now on the screen. Please subscribe.